Should I buy this? Maybe. Should I buy this? No. Should I buy this? Yeah. Welcome to Should I Buy This Podcast, the show where I ask my girlfriend if it's okay to buy things. I'm Gavin, and I'm joined with my girlfriend, Jess. Hey, everyone. How are you doing during COVID? During 19th. COVID. You make it sound like an event. We're here in the podcast studio during COVID-19. I hope everyone is enjoying themselves, having a good time during COVID-19. We're out here. It's the annual COVID festival. Hey, it only happens once, so you're pretty lucky to enjoy it or to go through it. <laughs> For all the listeners, I hope you're feeling, you're feeling safe. You're not feeling sick. If you're quarantined, then um, this is the place where you want to be. Should I buy this podcast for your podcasting needs? Let's recap. First of all, we have to talk about finally selling your camera, Jess, on Facebook Marketplace. That was a pretty big idea because the guy was kind of on and off and he was still like that to the end. But then when we met up with him, he turned out to be a nice guy. I think he was just a bad texter. Like he seemed and like he, he was over- in a flake. And his schedule. Like he put too much stuff in there like it's like oh i was in a meeting i'm really sorry but he was apologetic we were supposed to meet at 7 p.m and he came at like 8 25 at the end we sold the camera though how do you feel about the price so you're selling your dslr the nikon d600 610 610 the nikon d610 body and you had a 50 millimeter prime lens and a zoom lens so you sold that for 800 dollars. how do you feel about that Given the marketplace and the value of DSLR cameras, I think that's a pretty good deal. So before this whole experiment of selling your camera, you wanted to sell your stuff for a lot more money. What what has this experience taught you about the ins and outs of the secondhand marketplace? Always price it higher because people will want to haggle lower. (laughs) Before you sold your camera and your two lenses for $800, what did you think the value of that bundle was? I thought it was closer in the thousands because I paid a bit more like two years ago. So now you know the marketplace is a volatile place. Well, especially with technology, it's going to depreciate. It's like a car. If you can sell something on marketplace for like 75% of what you got, that's really good. I think if, especially if it's used, I would say you probably sold your bundle for like less than 50% of the price you paid for, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's, I mean, you used that for two, three years. I did. That's kind of a way you can see how quickly prices can change in the secondhand market. I did. That's why I priced it a bit higher. And if they hangled, then I got that, like, cushion. But, like, $800 is still, I think $800 was definitely a good value for that bundle. It's just people aren't willing to to shell out that money if on, on the secondhand marketplace. Someone someone will, but it's gonna take a long time because we were selling that. We were trying to sell that camera for a month. It did take it's a crazy, long time, yeah. but it was worth it in the end. It's probably the biggest item that I had to sell on marketplace, but it couldn't have been done without you. I also noticed that it's easier for guys because I got lowballed really really hard. Just for the body, someone tried to take off 200 for it. So I was they wanted doing a 500? Test. Yeah. So I was listing the body as 700. And then there was this guy who's like, 
I'll give you 500. And it's like, no. But people, people lowball me as well. Yeah, but 200 right off the bat. Yeah, they would. I listed that bundle. So Jess's camera bundle for $900. People would easily suggest $700 as like a starting offer. No, they asked me for 500 and they wouldn't budge. It's like 500 is my best offer. Yeah, they're, they're allowed to say that. Yeah, I know. And you but can say no. I did say no. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's just as a buyer on the secondhand market, you're allowed to test the waters and, and see what you can get away with. It's, it's how the game works. And you can't really take offense to people lowballing you that much. It sucks, but it's what you can get away with. Okay, let's recap last episode. Last time I wanted to buy a Pokeball Plus for my Pokemon Go playing addiction. Addiction? No, 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 no. Yeah, you're pretty addicted. You have to look at the mic when you talk. You're pretty addicted. Yeah, you're like looking down the seat. (laughs) Okay, continue. We're trying to keep this podcast at 30 minutes. I didn't buy the Pokeball Plus because I couldn't find a good price. Uh, The retail, it retails for $64.99, which is really overpriced just because it's a Nintendo product. And I don't play Pokemon Let's Go Eevee or Pikachu, so I have no point for it. That's the only game you can use it as a Nintendo Joy-Con controller. So I was only trying to use it to play Pokemon Go, which I'm not paying like $70 plus tax, you know, with, with tax included $70 for a Pokeball Plus. It's too expensive. On Facebook Marketplace, I saw some people selling it for $45, $50. Uh, just no one near me. Like, I, I was considering. Well, I was considering buying for $45, but with all said and done, it's, yeah... It just was uh, something I wanted to buy, but not something I was going to use a lot. Uh, I didn't see you buying it. It was just something I wanted. Yeah, but it was more of a desire to have. It's not like a necessity. I don't think anything we we talk about on this show is a necessity. Yeah. The very first one in episode one. The house? That's a necessity. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. We have a house now. Just not ours. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, last time, Jess, you talked about buying a cardigan. Were you able to get that? No, I haven't found it. What's, stop- also yeah, what's stopping you? Nothing's stopping me. The external marketplace is... Yes, the external people are forces buying it faster of, of the than marketplace. I can buy it. <laughs> I'm waiting for cardigans to go on sale. And the color that I'm looking out for is purple. And I'm a size medium. So that's a very common size. And when there's a sale... Everyone, Everyone before you jump. It. You're too slow then. It I'm just seems like you're slow. too slow. So you're looking for sale. Last time you said you would spend $50 on a cardigan. Is that still the same? Yes. And $50. Uh, is, that a sale? is that a sale price or the normal price is $50? No, that was a sale price. That will be the sale price. So plus you, tax. you would only buy a cardigan if it was $50 or under? Well, if there's tax involved, then it'll be closer to like 56 57 Well, good luck doesn't seem that hard to find a cardigan but apparently it is well you don't want to just buy like any cardigan because you want one that's kind of like a timeless piece that you can wear like over and over and over we went to like uniqlo we went to h&m we went to old navy we went to we went to zara we went to where else did we go to banana banana republic none of these places had anything anything you liked so I'm looking at the style of the cardigan, and if I don't like the style or do you want maybe a, the color, do you want a long one, a short? What's the style? Isn't the cardigan more or less just something you can put over? 
No, but I want with buttons too. A button up cardigan. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll keep looking. Well, I'll keep looking because it's not like you're going to look. <laughs> like, you've been lucky. You found a shirt yesterday and then you found pants today. It's a lot easier for guys to buy clothes. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, this looks nice. Yeah, it fits me pretty well. Okay. Hey, it was pants, 30% yeah. off at Old Navy. I'm getting all the deals. I'm helping you look for the deals and I'm there to verify if it looks good on you. <laughs> okay. Speaking of other notable purchases, I also bought a smartwatch. So instead of buying that Pokeball Plus, I bought a smartwatch, which is also another Bluetooth device to be connected to my phone. And I'm very excited because it's the first ever smartwatch I've ever owned. Congratulations. I've I've been looking for smartwatches for a long time. And uh, this weekend, Best Buy had a really good sale. So I paid 100 bucks for this Skagen Fauster 2 smartwatch. Which I'm still trying to learn. Uh, it's a Google Wear OS. It, it tells the time. does the heart rate. I think. I don't know how the features it does it. I still have to play around with it. Yes. He was playing more of this watch than spending time with his girlfriend. So it was kind of sad. No comment. Okay. We're talking about COVID-19. Jess, you have something to talk about when you know you're an adult. So instead of eating out yesterday... I instructed Gavin how to cook some pad thai noodles, and that was really nice. So we had a stay-at-home lunch and dinner. So and you know you're an relaxing. adult when you're cooking at home? Yeah, you cook when more you, at home than eating out. When you choose to cook at home. Very timely with COVID-19, eating out is uh, becoming less and less popular. Is that really a thing for adults, or is it just everyone who's just eating eating out less because there's there's a deadly flu flying around in in the world i do think that when you get older you spend less time outside because you want to try to save more money so you're indoors cooking and you're preparing meals like you're doing your monday to friday lunches like your mom did you're preparing for the whole week like this whole morning probably to make your lunch and your dad's lunch and her lunch yeah so you know you're an adult when cooking at home is more of a priority than Going out to eat. Whoa, bro. That meal that we had at Sansate today was like almost $30 for two people. And then whereas you can probably use $30 and, and cook like a whole week of food with portioning. Yeah. So also like you know you're an adult when you're just spending more time indoors, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it is it because like when we're kids, we go outside a lot. But I don't know. The kids these days also spend a lot of time indoors with because they grew up with the internet. Right, you you have younger cousins. They probably they probably spend a lot more time indoors than outdoors. Probably, but it depends. Like if they're in extracurricular extracurricular activities. Okay, so this week you know you're an adult when cooking at home is is uh is more enjoyable or preferred than going out to eat. I don't know if it's preferred because sometimes you just want to like go out, right? Yeah, but you were so excited when I cooked when I cooked yesterday. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Because I get to tell you how you're supposed to prepare it, and I get to watch you do it. And it's like, oh. And you're just standing in the corner, like, (laughs) do that. I already took a shower, (laughs) and you didn't yet. So I didn't want to smell like the fry oil. That was your excuse. You took a shower early, so you don't have to cook. (laughs) Okay, this week we're going to be talking about uh, should I buy this? And I think very timely amidst the COVID-19 pandemic. 
is uh, sanitary products. Stores everywhere. We went to a few shoppers, drug marts over the weekend, Walmart, all these stores. Toilet paper is gone. Hand sanitizer is gone. Masks? Masks are sold out everywhere. And a lot of people, it seems, are panic buying. So what I want to talk about this week is, should I, not just I, should we as a collective be doing this kind of panic buying and what what it really means for the overall good of society. So Jess, when you see stories or when you even see the stores of empty pallets where the toilet paper is supposed to be, what do you think about that? I'm thinking the person needs to restock the shelves, but then the prices are kind of outrageous. Like I would never buy toilet paper at $15.99 plus tax. That's way too much. Like the Asian in me is saying, okay, you have to wait for it to go on sale, but you know it's not going to go on sale because all these people are hoarding it. What I want to know is why are people buying toilet paper? I get there's a possibility you would have to be quarantined. So maybe you need two weeks of toilet paper, but people are buying 10 packs of toilet Like a pack usually has what, 20 rolls? About 24 rolls? 20, 24. And they're buying like 10 packs? I don't think you can use the 240 rolls of toilet paper in the time of a two-week quarantine. You can't even use that much in, in a year. Okay, you can't... You never know. Like, maybe the kid or this adult has a really high metabolism and they're going to the washroom and yeah, they so wipe if, their if ass. They, <laughs> if they have that kind of metabolism, then on the regular, they would be stocking that many. But is this, it's this time where people are just running around acting like toilet paper is a scarce necessity. Like, yeah, you can get one or two packs, but some of these people are just going out of their mind, buying because, just because, I don't know why, they got the idea that they're going to be stuck at home for like a year. No, they might get stuck at home for two weeks and then they can't go out. Yeah, but why do you need 240 rolls of toilet paper for two It's weeks? not 200 rolls. It's just everyone in the society. So we are seeing a lot of people stockpiling canned, canned foods, hand sanitizer, toilet paper, whatever they need to, to stay at home for two weeks, which honestly isn't really that much. And I think it's a bit over-exaggerated and people just have that tendency to, to blow things out of control. So I recently came across this article on the New York Times. The headline is this. He has 17,700 bottles of hand sanitizer and nowhere to sell them. Yeah, I saw that. So a lot of people, not a lot of people, some people have been taking advantage of the COVID pandemic to basically buy these, uh, these goods people would want during a pandemic like this. So people are buying hand sanitizer for what the normal price, like a few bucks for a bottle, and selling them online for $50, $60, some outrageous markup like that. And eventually, Amazon just, Amazon, eBay, these big retail resellers just said, okay, you're not allowed to do this. This is, this is ungodly what you're doing. And so this dude in the article named Matt Colvin, he has 17 1,700 bottles of hand sanitizer left because he's no longer able to sell them on Amazon. So when I first saw this article, 
it's it's funny. It's like, okay, yeah, this guy went out of his way to buy all these hand sanitizers and now he's stuck with them. That's that's what you get. But then on another hand, there are so many people out there who need hand sanitizer. Like it makes me feel so sad because it's just one guy hoarding all these supplies. He can't even make a profit out of them anymore. And other people are going crazy trying to like get one hand sanitizer. I think this is the outcome of panic buying. Uh, of course, this is this is an extreme, but everyone needs the hand sanitizer. Like, sure, if if I hoard all the hand sanitizer and my hands are clean all the time, but no one else has hand sanitizer, everything around me is still going to be dirty and infected. At the end of the day, one person hoarding all these resources isn't going to help curb the influenza. But I think they're not buying the proper products. They should be buying soap. And yeah. water. Buying water and soap. Well, if you might need water to drink, that's all. But for so soap, should, for sure. So people should panic buy. That's what you should panic buy, not hand sanitizer. Because hand sanitizer is more for hospitals or like public places that need it. So you're okay with people panic buying everything? I feel like because no. I feel like you should just buy enough for yourself. Buy enough for one to two weeks, and that's it. Which. If you buy a normal, what is it, 24-pack of water bottles, wouldn't that be more than enough for your quarantine, you and your family? Well, it depends how big your family is. That's true. Okay, you get two cases of water. I think that that would easily bring you through two weeks. Like, no one's going to be complaining if you're buying two cases of water or whatever, whatever. Of course, I get it. It's a time where everyone is buying two cases of water, two cases of water. That's going to pile up. But... When we get to the extent where guys like this who's buying thousands of hand sanitizers, it's just ruining the market. And there's nowhere for other people to go. Of course, he's not alone. There are many other people who do this. But the people who are taking advantage of the pandemic, it's it can really screw other people over. Are you afraid? I'm not afraid. But I understand that people are acting a bit irrational. You know, it's it's fair. People don't want to die. You know, they have families, they have kids. People are just doing what they do to look out for their family. Uh, At the same time, I just want to say people need need to relax. Cool it with the the spending. I know we're show, should I I buy this? We, We like to spend money. But in a case like this, save some stuff for other people. It's like, Jess, you're so panicked about buying eggs today. Not for me. I was looking out for my family because we bought it yesterday for yours. And there was a limit of two packs per Jess person. Jess was on that. Like Shoppers Drug Mart this weekend had a, they're selling a pack of, a box of eggs for $1.88. Jess immediately was like, whoa, we, we got to get the eggs from Shoppers Drug Mart. We can't go anywhere else. Because that's a get- really cheap price. Oh my gosh, this guy doesn't know the MSSR on eggs. My thinking is this, like, if you're trying to quarantine yourself and... You this need, is not even the really, quarantine. I'm just going out not, there for the sale. This is for the sale. This is not because I'm scared we're going to be locked up for two weeks. This is because there's a sale on a dozen eggs for $1.88. With a limit of two <laughs> per customer. Limit for two per customer. And we got four. So we got two for your family and two for mine. Jess was acting like a panicked buyer, like, oh, we got to get eggs. We got to get eggs. Only these eggs. I'm like, well, you know, if if your family was really that panicked, technically you could buy the eggs for normal price. But you're like, nope, sale price. Okay, would Saving you money. buy eggs for $4? Yeah, 
if I needed eggs, if I was about to be quarantined, someone was like, all right, starting tomorrow, Gavin, you're going to be quarantined. You can't, you're not allowed to go outside anymore. Then I'd be like, okay, well, I have to buy these eggs then. Okay, so then if you only had $10 to spend, that's like $6 left. Yep. That's really bad. You can't buy anything else, basically. <laughs> Maybe like one roll of toilet paper at this point. <laughs> but there's no more toilet paper, so you can't buy it. That's what I want to talk about this week. I just want to give a PSA to all the people out there. Get what you need for your family. But keep in mind, you know, this is this is Canada. We got to be polite. Keep in mind there are other families out there. Show some restraints. It's it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. There's let the market naturally regulate itself. The toilet paper will come back. The hand sanitizers will come back. You know, buy like two two cases of toilet paper. That's fine. One or two cases. You'll be okay. Unless you have explosive diarrhea, you'll be okay. Did you see the YouTube video? I forgot what it's called. But it was a Filipino thing. And they used like the bucket that we use in the Japanese onsens. There's to, like a, to shower? Yeah. But they use that to wa- to wash their butt and everything. How? It's kind of... They sit in the bucket of water? No, you pour it on your butt and then you wipe it. You wash it. What do you wipe it with? Well, you don't have toilet paper. You just wipe with it with your hands. Hand. Yeah. So every time... Yeah, so families, if you're out there with no toilet paper, hop in... This is what you're going to do after you're done with the gong number two. You hop in your shower and you wash your butt. <laughs> yeah, no, it's an actual yeah. thing. Like even in Taiwan... They had a hose in the washroom. You spray that yeah. and you kind of clean that. All right. So you do what you need to do in this time of toilet paper shortage. No one's going to judge you. But for all those people who are stockpiling on toilet papers, enough toilet papers to make, a, to make a throne of toilet papers. We're judging you very hard. I think that's just only you. No. If you went to like Costco and saw someone in a shopping cart with like 10 bags of toilet paper, you're not going to be like, huh. Oh, well, uh, yes. But then you have to also give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they're also buying for their grandparents or maybe their family and they're giving it that way. Maybe their family couldn't make it to Costco. You're not going to be like, huh, save some for me. I'll be like, can I take one? You have like 10. And they're like, no. And I'll be like, who are they for? Because like, think about this. If you're going to Costco to buy toilet paper, you see the shelf. There's 10 packs of toilet paper left. And you're like, all right, there's, I can get one or two. And you go there and then the person in front of you beats you to it and takes all 10. Well, I would ask them if they really need all of them. Judge them hard. Like, bro. I would ask them, but I would judge them. Just, just look out for your fellow humans. That's all I'm saying. So this week, I'm asking all... I'm not just asking about myself. I'm asking everyone. Should I buy this toilet paper? Or should I buy this hand sanitizer? Should I buy this whatever? Just think to yourself. Do you need that many? If you just need to resupply on your house, go for it. That's all I have. That was a pretty long rant you had there. It's for the people. I'm just doing my job. Did you have something to talk about this week? Um, I'm still looking for, for that cardigan, but... Maybe we're not going to get shipments in from other, like, places, wherever we get our clothes from for a while. So this week, just your should I buy this question remains the same from last episode. Should I buy the purple cardigan? Oh, I would... You're, you're looking hard, so I'm saying the answer is yes, you should. You should keep looking. Yeah, I'm looking for a good sale. You're looking pretty sad when 
our trip to the mall yielded no results. Yeah, because you bought so many things. It wasn't even my plan to. Okay, well. See, this—that's what—that's what I've noticed. Things will come to you when you don't look for them. If you're going out with this malicious intent of stockpiling toilet paper, there's gonna be some sort of karma cycle somewhere. Things come to you when you least expect, right? For you, maybe. But if I want something, then I have to plan it. That's why you plan those eggs. Yeah, those are a guarantee buy. I've waited in line. Okay, let's move on to the last section of this show: quick buys. We're talking about COVID nineteen. We're going to talk about the COVID nineteen preparedness, the important items. Let's say you are going to be quarantined tomorrow. What is the one thing you would need? Of course, there are many things you need, but what is the one go to, the quick buys thing you would need? Assuming it's in stock. Bar soap. You'd get bar of soap. Yeah, they last a long time. Hygiene is very important, but in this in this situation, you're quarantined in your own house, so everything is your own environment. You'd still be cleaning your hand every every hour or something. Well, maybe every single time you went to the washroom or you had true, to cook. True, true, true. Bar soap. Uh, for me, I think my COVID nineteen preparedness. I would get. I would just stock up on the snacks. You know me. Getting some chips. That's some not beverages. healthy. What am I gonna do at home if I'm quarantined? I'm You're just gonna eat Xbox. snacks and get fat. Oh, I'm gonna be no. playing Xbox That's and watching good. YouTube. That's what I'm gonna be doing. I'm gonna be watching YouTube and playing Xbox. So I'm gonna need some snacks to go along with that. Get some chips. I went to Walmart on Friday. I like to have snacks when I work. So then this week Pringles was on sale. Dollar forty four for a can of Pringles. And they had some crazy flavors. They have the new Pringles with the grooves, which just look like Ruffles chips. I was gonna go before work, get a can of Pringles, carry me throughout Friday. I go there at 10 a.m. before I get to work, and I already see people there with toilet paper in the shopping carts. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, I've heard about this in the news. People, are, people are stockpiling toilet paper. That's fine. I head over to the Pringles, and that's when it really hit me that this is a pandemic. Because all the good Pringle flavors were gone. <laughs> I'm not trying to buy Walmart brand GV Great Value chips. I'm trying to buy my Pringles because it's dollar forty four. And what do I see? Empty shelves of Pringles. That's when you know it's a pandemic. So for me, my quick buys, I'm buying that snack. It's gonna carry me out throughout if I'm ever quarantined. I, I hope you question that because. That's pretty salty, and that's not good for cholesterol. I'll still exercise. I remember our conversation about、mm-hmm. when I asked to get a gym membership. I'd still go down to my basement. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I can only I can only watch YouTube and play Xbox for for so long. Cause your exercising is not the same as mine. <laughs> wow, what does that mean? <laughs> I remember texting you. It's like, oh yeah. Uh, I'm exercising, so I said, "Oh yeah, me too." But it's like, "Oh, I'm done." And it's like, "Oh, you only went there for like 15 minutes." Yeah, because I had something else to do. I forgot. I had another business call to attend to. Uh huh. Yeah, not an excuse. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, anything else you want to add? Well, you know this guy is gonna be hoarding all the snacks, so you guys better prepare. Buy all your Pringles. No, if I see anyone panic buying the Pringles, I'm going after them. Put that down. Save some for me. I don't see you doing that. 
we're going to keep this episode short. It's the uh, coronavirus edition of Should I Buy This Podcast? And uh, we're going to go back to hibernation after recording this podcast. Stay safe, folks. See you next time. Bye-bye. Should I buy this? Maybe. Should I buy this? No. Should I buy this? Yeah.